Hello, and welcome to Outnumber the Podcast. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Audrey. And we're homeschooling moms to a combined total of 18 children. We know firsthand that motherhood is full of crazy chaos and overwhelming obligations, but it should also be full of love and laughter. Regardless of where you are on your journey, come join us as we work together to find joy in the chaos of motherhood. Hey guys, welcome to Outnumber the Podcast. We are back today with episode number 31, and I cannot believe we've done that many episodes. Can you, Audrey? I know. This is getting, we're really getting on a roll. I know. I love it. So today's episode is all about working moms. We're going to talk a little bit about the pros, the cons of having a job outside of the home, I'm talking, not just your family work, um, some of the guilt we face, working from home, etc. Um, but first, I want to start off with a little humor segment. Um, <laughs> This is just a funny thing that I remembered as I was outlining this episode uh, that my brother said to my dad when he was talking about his work. So uh, when I was a little kid, my dad was uh, going to school to become an engineer. And when he finally graduated, he came home and announced, yay, I'm officially an engineer. Or I think he was getting his first job. He got his first job as an engineer, a mechanical engineer. And my brother, who was maybe two or three at the time, went, oh, an engineer? And my dad's like, yeah, I'm so excited that you're excited. Yeah. You're going to drive a train? <laughs> Can I come see? He thought that was the coolest thing ever. Uh, I don't think he, he thought mechanical engineering was as exciting as driving a train. But <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was cute because uh, so many times our kids don't even know what we do if we work outside of the home or on something other than our household duties. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Okay. And first, we're going to share a review. We love to read you guys' reviews. We love to um, get them. And you know that every review that you leave helps us and helps other people find us. So thank you. And if you haven't left a review, please take a second and go do that right now. Okay. So this review is from Tiff Ivers. She says, great listen. I've started listening to this podcast as I'm driving to pick up my kids from school. I'm a mom to six kids and have felt so rejuvenated as I have listened to you too. Thanks for the pick-me-up that leaves me refreshed to be better. Yay. So glad you're listening oh, out there. Nice. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so we want to um, start off by acknowledging that, of course, all moms work. Being a mom is really a job. It's... Um, a 24-7 job. It's, it takes all your effort and all your time, it feels like sometimes. And being a mom is definitely a job. So if you're a mom, you work. Yep. Got that box checked. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, I talk about this. I have a, a little mini email course I offer on my blog, and I talk about this in the, in the course. We need to make sure that we are caring for ourselves and taking time off from our motherhood job just as if it were a place of employment that we went to every day. I know that kind of sounds silly or maybe counterintuitive, but I really believe that motherhood burnout is real. And if we think, well, this is our role, there's no escaping it, that can really lead to some uh, scary <laughs> places where you just feel so overwhelmed, like you can't do it anymore. So it's important and essential that you demand basic human rights as a mother, like sleep and food and you know rest and some quiet time, <laughs> right. um, even if it seems hard to get. Right. How many times have um, we as moms deprived ourselves of food or something to drink or something because, you know, our kid needs something? Whereas if we were at a job or being employed and we're denied food or water, we'd be like demanding our rights. Right. Exactly. It would not be okay. Yeah. 
So in addition to all that we do as moms, our mom job, many of us work on things outside of our household obligations. So um, side hustles or maybe full or part-time employment outside or inside the home, um, dedicated church or community service. There's lots of ways um, and things that you can do outside of your household obligations. Yeah. So in this episode, when we say work, what we're talking about is any labor that takes time away from our family obligations. So just to clear that up. Right. We're going to talk about why to work away from kids um, and the pros that come with it. And also we want to bring up the little topic that um, if you're not working, if your mom job is the only thing you're doing right now, that's that's cool. That's good. Um, for each of us, Bonnie and I have found that it comes with time um, being able to handle the household obligations and the mom obligations and being able to um, have a side hustle too. So the other day, Bonnie, you posted a a post on Instagram and you're talking using an analogy, if I may repeat it here, about um, somebody running a race. And so a, per- a man decides he's going to run a race a 5k and he goes out, he goes out and he starts off giving it his best effort and runs really hard and stops all red and sweaty and panting. And he's only gone 700 feet. And he thinks I am never going to be able to make 5k. And he's right that day. He would never be able to make 5k, but as he trains and works up to it and works into it, then someday he'll be able to run the 5K. And I like that analogy um, about having a side hustle or running a business. I know that when I just had one or two kids or I was a fresh mom or um, even at times like in our episode on survival times, there's times that um, and seasons of our life where having a side hustle, being anything outside of a mom is not an option. Yeah, I agree. I agree. In fact, I, I just thought of a different analogy too, something similar is I'm, I'm thinking about my son. He's going to be driving in another year, year and a half. And I think when he first starts driving, I don't want him to have a phone. I don't want the radio on. I don't want anyone talking to him. I want to eliminate distractions because it's going to take all of his brain power to drive this car, right? Yeah. And yet I think about the things that I do when I drive. I mean, I probably shouldn't be talking on my phone, but sometimes I do. You know, I probably shouldn't be distracted by the radio or people, but because I've been doing it for so long, I'm capable of multitasking and maybe drinking my water while I'm driving or talking to my kid while I'm driving. So that's just, that's how motherhood is too. You know, those first few years and maybe even for a while, it's really difficult to have anything outside of just being a mom. And if you do, kudos to you. Um, I personally couldn't. I tried a few things and and it didn't work out for me. So we just say that to make sure that nobody feels badly. If there's something they want to do, they just can't swing it at this phase of life. Times and seasons for all things, right? Right. Have you ever fixed your hair driving down the road? (laughs) Driving Uh, with your knees? (laughs) (laughs) Putting lip gloss on? Uh, I'm not going to admit to all the things I've done while driving here. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's move on. Okay. (laughs) So that's the first thing we're going to talk about, the why. And then the second thing we're going to talk about is our cons to working and the guilt that we sometimes face because we know the mom guilt is real, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We have an episode on that, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So first off, let's not let's acknowledge that not all moms have the choice to stay home. Um, sometimes working outside of the home is essential. Single moms or um, families that can't afford to have a one-income family and need additional income – Although we do recommend our episode 25 for money-saving tips. Um, For my sister, uh, she 
works outside of the home. She's a nurse. And in their case, it's um, because her husband is from England and he's not a citizen of the U.S. Um, He has a green card and all that. But um, she works so that they can have health insurance in the U.S., which he can't have on his green card. Oh, interesting. I actually, I also have a brother-in-law from England. Isn't that interesting? Hey, that's cool. (laughs) Best brother-in-laws from England. (laughs) So this episode is to help anyone who needs to work outside of the home or who wants to work away from their children and how to best do that while staying sane. So that's what we're talking about. Right. Other than needing extra income, other reasons for working are because of passions or hobbies that you have that are outside of your family. Yeah, right. So just as a personal example... Each of us started businesses out of a passion for sewing. That's how both of us got started with our blogs um, and passions for other things. And we ended up turning our hobbies into businesses because we loved it so much. Um, And, you know, the working from home thing is interesting because oftentimes it comes in a way that you never expected. I never expected to do this. It's kind of a very strange thing to do (laughs) in my mind still. Blogging is still really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think this is a great opportunity for us to each share a little bit about what it is that we do. Yeah, go for it. I'll let you start. Okay, so um, the thing that I'm going to share about is um, Project Run and Play. And so um, Project Run and Play is an online children's sewing uh, competition. And um, when I took over this event, it's really fun. It has um, different seasons and the Bonnie's been on a season. She was really awesome. And um, the... (laughs) So the designers come in and they sew a look to a theme and then the there's judges that judge and they're, um, the public votes and then just like Project Runway, someone is eliminated and has to go home and the others go on to the next week and there's lots of big prizes and fun and it's super exciting and way, way lots of um, inspiration and sewing talent. So since I took over Project Run and Play, I've worked to um, bring a collaboration side into the event. So the seasons are all about competition and, you know, not everybody can win. But um, the collaboration side of it is showing how these talented, talented um, designers can work together to create a product. So the first um, collaboration that we did was all about patterns. And uh, we created a bunch of sewing patterns and it was called Project farmers market and there's a online magazine lookbook that we created with all that and then the one that we just released it'll be live by this time this episode airs is um a fabric design collaboration so some of the designers got together and designed fabric around a theme and that fabric um is for sale in the project run and play shop and it's a um there's a lookbook with that really inspiring again and Um, so yeah, I spend a lot of time working on coordinating people and designs and all of that, um, behind the scenes, all related around sewing, like you said. So, um, (laughs) that is my main side hustle. Yeah. I love Project Run and Play. It's so cool. If you guys haven't checked it out, go check it out. Um, and it's interesting how these side hustles or, you know, extra businesses evolve, right? Um, I personally had a family blog for years, decided to start monetizing it four years ago-ish, and um, started a pattern shop, started designing patterns, and I'm now just weeks away from opening an online clothing boutique, which I'm really excited about, and will hopefully by next year have some of my own designs for sale, which is really cool. 
So I'm super I, excited to see that you launched that shop too. I can't wait to see what's in it. Well, me too. It's taken forever, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. So we just have to share a little bit about that because I think it's so fascinating finding out what other people do, especially people who work from home because there are so many different ways to make money on the internet now. And I love it. So when we're talking about why you might want to work, another reason is because you might feel the need to contribute to the world and to society. Um, we've been blessed with lots of modern conveniences, which means we have more time and ability to work away from our family. It doesn't take us uh, we don't, a whole day to do laundry anymore. Well, even in family, I know, even in families <laughs> as large as ours. Yeah, but we can be multitasking because the machine is doing some of the work for us. Right. It does seem kind of silly that we complain so much about laundry when all it takes is throwing it in the machine and adding soap, right? Our biggest drama is like folding it and putting it away. And that's not to lessen anyone's laundry drama. I get it. It's annoying. We have a whole episode on laundry. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Otherwise, we'd be at the creek scrubbing our kids' underwear all day long. (laughs) I am really grateful I live in this this time. Even ringer washers took way more time and physical effort than what we have now. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And what a blessing it is that we can make money from home via our computers. We can make money in a climate-controlled office or any other decent working conditions that aren't, you know, scrubbing our fingers raw at the river. <laughs> <laughs> right. So regardless of the reason, we understand the, juxt- the juxtaposition of having a passion to make an impact or bring in some money and the conflicting desire to spend time with your spouse and your children. Yeah. And and that kind of moves us on to the topic of some of this mom guilt that arises. Um, There's tends to be lots of drama and lots of battles and lots of guilt expressed online uh, between the stay at home moms and the working moms, which is just silly if you ask me. But I will (laughs) say that um, I think biologically, we as women are more predisposed to care for our families. We bear the children, we breastfeed them, we're more nurturing than men. That's just a fact. It really is. Uh, It's just human nature. And so because of that, any time we take away from our families is going to be a little conflicting to us. And I think that it's supposed to be that way. If it weren't, then we'd probably abandon our families because they're too much work. (laughs) And we'd go get an awesome job instead. (laughs) Yeah, I agree 100% with that. Um, I remember um, before I had kids, uh, my neighbor, um, who was a very... um, a very um, helpful mentor to me. I remember her talking about, um, she was a mechanical engineer and talking about how she had every single um, 100% plan to go back to work after she had her baby and she had daycare lined up and she was all planning to do it, but she had the baby and she just couldn't. It was that um, predisposition of wanting to be there and care for the baby that was just too strong. And she, um, gave up all her other plans and decided to stay home and raise her kid, even though that wasn't like logically what she had decided before she had him. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that interesting? I don't think we, I don't think any of us really fully understand what being a parent is going to feel like until we actually have kids of our own. And then we're like, Whoa, this is strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it can mean that we feel lots of guilt or anxiety about, um, leaving our children or being away from our children. Um, well, we believe that women are the best at being the primary nurturers at home. It doesn't mean we think that they shouldn't do anything except nurture. Um, you know, we can find ways and time and methods of contributing to the world and maybe bringing in some money too. Yeah. 
Yeah. And for those who feel like maybe they're not contributing to the world as much as they would like to, just think about all of the amazing things that your children are going to grow up to do. And they're going to do that because of your example, you know, and because of what you're teaching them. I think when I get frustrated at the diapers and the laundry and everything else, I just think, wait a minute, I'm raising nine awesome people that are going to go out in the world and affect good and just, you know, influence the world and, and be service oriented and hopefully be kind individuals. And they're going to, make, they're going to do so much good for the world. Even if I do nothing of my own, but raise my children, that's pretty dang awesome. I think. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. And just as we talked about in the family planning episode, this is such an immensely personal decision. And it, it's really saddens me that there's so much judgment out there on social media and everywhere else um, in regards to women's decisions to work away from their family or not. Um, we will say right up front that neither of us have much experience or really any experience working outside of the home with little kids at home. I, actually, I had one experience. I worked at the daycare of a gym when my kids were little because I could go be with them at the daycare and we got a free gym membership. We didn't have a lot of money. So that was awesome. <laughs> I highly recommend that <laughs> if you're looking to get out with little kids. Um, but uh, we do know from experience as far as working from home that it can be a constant juggling act. Yeah. I think the only job I had, uh, job, I was um, helping some friends who had a UPIC strawberry field and running their stand for them in June. And, um, uh, but I did that with my baby in a wrap tied on my body. So that wasn't, you know, working you away from my kid. Way to multitask. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> okay. So a few things to remember, if at all possible, it's important to be home when our kids transition um, at transition times. So for example, before and after school, bedtimes, meals. It's really important um, if you're working from home to stop what you're doing and be around at those times, or if you're working outside of the home, and if at all possible, you can be there at those times. Another thing that's important is to explain to your kids, help them understand why you are working. Yeah, it's been really fun for me to explain to my kids what I'm doing um, in my office, because they're actually not even allowed to come in. So <laughs> <laughs> lucky you. And in fact, one time my daughter got mad at me because I told her I couldn't, I had to go work on some stuff. And she's like, what's the point? Nobody even cares about your sewing <laughs> or something like that. And I said, well, I feel that it's really important to share uh, my talents and that I want to teach other women how to sew so that they can have some of the same excitement and passion that I do when I create something beautiful. And that like made her pause. Oh, that's kind of cool. You know, and then I tell her that I share uh, the highlights and even the low parts of motherhood to hopefully, you know, have other moms feel like they're not alone. She gets that. And it's just been really fun to watch them kind of grasp that we're doing good out in the world as well, not just at home, right? In fact, my 10-year-old has now decided that uh, this online boutique I'm starting, that she is telling me all her plans for taking it over when she grows up. So. <laughs> I bet she'd be really good at it. <laughs> when we started um, the Skirt Fixation blog, my daughters and I did that together, and um, we weren't monetizing it at that time. So I guess it didn't really matter what they were contributing, but it was really fun for them to um, sew something up and post about it. And it was also, you know, lots of good skills there too. But other things we teach kids um, are awesome. Like through our example, we teach them work ethic, independence, responsibility, entrepreneurship, flexibility, um, problem solving, lots of stuff we can teach them through our example. Yeah. Yeah. If at all possible, if you work outside of the home and you could take your kid in with you, I think that is so, so awesome. Uh, my kids have gotten to go into the office with my husband a couple of times. Um, it's like the highly coveted thing to do in 
each of them have only had like maybe one chance because, you know, their kids aren't very conducive to an office environment, but it's fun for them to see what he does. Okay. I make these phone calls. I plan these trips. I do this, et cetera. And uh, I think it really gives them an added respect for why dad's gone all day. Right. Yeah. And then just a quick note on time management. That's probably one of the biggest, other than the guilt issue, that's probably one of the biggest things that we as moms struggle with when we're trying to have a hobby or a, a work pursuit away from our family. And we actually have an entire episode dedicated to time management tips. It is episode 16. Um, so be sure to go back and listen to that if you're struggling with that. Uh, but above all, I would say the most important thing is to be present wherever you are right? So when you are working, remember to focus on working. And when you're with your family, you focus on your family, turn your phone off, don't check your email, etc. And that is really difficult to do, admittedly, from personal experience. And I think especially difficult when you work from home, uh, you know, because your office is just a couple of steps away, right? And it's hard to let go of a project and, and leave and go be with your family. But um, we also mentioned in the time management that uh, it really helps to have a dedicated office space and dedicated office hours, if at all possible. Yeah, I agree. It is really super hard to um, like put work down and focus on your family. But I think that's um, the same for our husbands too. And for anybody who has this dual thing going on in their lives, family and work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. And another good episode to listen to is um, Mom Intuition. That's episode 27. And um, your heart, your intuition, your feeling, it'll all tell you when your children need more of your time and attention and when um, maybe it's okay to go and spend more time on your project. Yeah, I've had the chance to go to lots of um, blogging conferences and work events. And, you know, that's a real struggle because I love leaving. (laughs) It always (laughs) seems to come at a time when everything's going crazy and I'm like, I need a couple of days away. But sometimes I've had opportunities to go to a couple of events back to back and I've just had to say no because I know that my kids need me more than I'm able to give when I'm going, you know, all over the place. And that's going to look different for everybody. It really is. Some people are going to feel like they can totally handle more traveling or more events or more office time, um, even while they have small children at home. And that's totally okay. But for me personally, I've had to say no to things that I really wanted to attend just because I felt like that, that wouldn't have been in the best interest of my family. Right. I was thinking about what my own mom did um, when she had small children at home before her four children were in school. Um, she did daycare in the home. So she was helping out with the finances by like through her daycare. And then um, when all of her four children were in school, then she went and she worked at the school in several different positions there. But then still she was home when we were home because... Um, she was working at the same school that we were going to school to. So, um, you know, that is one example of a family-friendly job, what my mom did. And if you are having a hard time balancing things, maybe you can look into a more family-friendly job. There are lots, lots of them out there. Um, working from home, there's lots of ways, um, telecommuting, lots of jobs that can be done from home. Um, teaching or working in a school so that you're home when the kids are. And um, there's other options for making a decent income without full-time work, um, part-time nursing, speech therapy, web development, lots of ways to um, have a family-friendly job. Because, you know, face it, our families are going to, our kids are going to grow up and be gone. And then we'll have more, lots more time to devote to our passions, our projects, our work, our ideas, and so on. And the kids will be gone and won't be, there won't be this, 
this juggling act or this conflict anymore. Yeah. Or even just when they become teenagers and they don't need you there for every single mealtime and every single bedtime. Or they uh, don't want you there for every single mealtime. No, but you're you're so right. If you think about it, I mean, being at home with small kids can seem so overwhelming and so unending. Like this day will never end. My husband will never get home. You know, my child will never be potty trained. It can seem like you're just stuck in that moment forever. But to step back for a second and think about the grand scheme of things. So let's say you live till you're 85 or 90 years old and you have kids in your mid-20s. They're, you know, say you're, you have your last one in your mid-30s. They're gone by your mid-50s. And then you have 20, 30, maybe more years with no one to take care of except for your husband. And I think that's going to be a little bit sad, but also a little bit awesome. So sometimes when I feel overwhelmed, I think it's coming. My time will be there. It really will. Um, I might be a little bit more tired and need to take extra naps when I become a grandma, but yeah, <laughs> there's my, that. My kids have, some of my kids have already told me that I'm going to have to sew clothes for their grandkids and I'm going <laughs> for my grandkids. Yeah. And, uh, and then I'm going to have to babysit their grandkids. Uh, my grandkids, other kids have told me that. And I'm like, they've got it all planned out for me. They don't know about my secret list that I keep of things to do. <laughs> That I want to do what I'm I'm out, kids. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, like learn how to oil paint. You know, that's oh yeah, the stuff I want to do, and I just add it to the list. Maybe someday. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I have to mention this. My husband is always telling our kids, okay, your mom's going to have one more kid, so we'll have 10, and then each of you is required to have 10 kids of your own because I want 100 grandkids. I'm like, <laughs> you are delusional. <laughs> I said, do you think we have a ton of money for grandkid birthdays? No, it's not happening. <laughs> Isn't that insane? We're going to be crazy. No, no but I, I did want to mention real quick what you said about the family-friendly jobs. There really are some awesome opportunities out there. Um, if you need or feel like you really want to work, but you don't necessarily want to take, you know, 60 hours out of your week away from your family, I highly recommend going and starting to talk to people you know who work and who don't spend a lot of time away from their family. So just, you know, put your ear to the ground, start asking around if anyone knows someone who has a great job that works really well with their family. An example is speech therapy that you mentioned. That's what my mom does. And she's convinced quite a few uh, younger women to do the same thing because they're able to make so much money on a part-time um basis, working in schools or working as a contractor, et cetera. So they really do exist out there. They might uh, require a little more education than you have, but I think it's worth it if it means you can be home with your babies more and still really contribute to your family and the world, right? Right. Yeah, I agree. And I did want to make one more comment about uh, like competitiveness when we're out there in the work field. I really don't know that moms with small children can ever fully be as competitive in the business world as those who do not have them. And and the reason is because I think that our hearts are kind of torn in two when we work. And that's not to say that it's a bad thing that we shouldn't do it, but I just think that most of us will not have the desire to put in all the overtime and all, you know, to be married to our jobs when we have these little babies at home that need us. And if you feel like that's for you, great, that's fine. But like we mentioned, each mom knows what's right for her. And I don't think that there should be any guilt or beating yourself up because you can't get that next promotion that you want because it'll take too much time away from your family. That's okay. You do the best that you can do to to balance both. And I hate that term balance because we don't really balance. We, we like teeter on a seesaw, right? Back and forth. But <laughs> um, to to fulfill both sides of the obligations in your life and and then just rest peaceful knowing that you did the best job that you could do. 
Yeah. And I want to um, say, I know that we've said this um, in our episode on how to afford kids. That was episode 25. I just want to say again, how thankful I am um, that my husband has a job that um, we can be a single income family and how it um, allows me to stay home and raise our family and play around with these, you know, side hustle and creative drive and all this that I'm trying to do on the side. Um, it's, it's all enabled because my husband has a job that supports our family extremely well. So I, I do want to mention that here also. Right. Right. And there's no, there should be no guilt or feeling badly if you, that is not your situation, if you need to work or if you just want to work, because that is something that really fulfills you. No bad feelings there at all. To wrap up, I just want to say these three things. Listen to your heart about your job and and the balancing of all the things. Communicate yours and your family's needs with your spouse and your children. So talk to them about how everything's going to get done while mom is, is away. And then just do your best to enjoy both aspects of your life. There's so much joy that can come from raising these sweet little babies and so much fulfillment that can come from going to work and contributing to the world. You are doing a great job no matter what you were doing. Just keep plugging along and, and do your best. So we do have a couple of recommendations for you guys on work on and for working moms. The first one is the little mini email course I uh, mentioned to you guys. It's just a free thing you can get on my blog. I'll link that below in the show notes. And then also I wanted to recommend a podcast. It's not strictly for working moms. It's for entrepreneurs. It's called the Entrepreneur Lifestyle Podcast. Um, but they talk a lot about building a business. Both the husband and wife work together on their uh, clothing boutique, and they talk about building a business with two small children. And it's very interesting to hear their insights and how they make it all work. Okay. And then we want to um, recommend a book called Raising a Business and Babies by Ashley Schubert. Um, it's a Christian woman's guide to flourishing at work and home. And um, I haven't dug into this one very deeply yet, but I'm excited to dig. Um, it's just really encouraging about um, how to enjoy both, like you were mentioning. And then there's like places in it for discussion questions and um, lots of helpful inspiration in that book. Yeah. So a couple of good, good resources. We hope you guys check them out and like them and let us know if you have any uh, other um, topics that you'd like us to cover in the near future. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd be so grateful if you'd leave us a written review on iTunes. If you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, you can reach us at outnumberthepodcast at gmail.com and find us on Instagram at outnumberthepodcast. See you next week. Hey guys, welcome back to Outnumber the Podcast. Today's episode is number 30. Wow, I can't believe we're at 30 already. <laughs> 31, Bonnie. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we're at 31. <laughs> All right, start over. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Take two. Stop talking, baby. <laughs> he has things to say. Yeah.